Hi everyone, this is Vicki. Chuck was just in here praying for me. We have the tree guys outside, so you might hear some noise in the background. Uh, it's taken a while for us to be able to get this all coordinated with them, but they are taking down a gigantic oak that has died. And anyway, so it's gonna be kind of noisy, uh, possibly from time to time. Please just bear with me. Chuck did just pray over you guys and over me and over this message, and um, I'm excited to talk to you about the things Father has for me to share with you today. Um, we want to say, first of all, thank you for coming to the channel or listening to us on the podcast, wherever you're hearing or watching. We're just grateful that you're here, and we thank you. For those of you who've been praying for us, thank you so very much. Thank you for those of you who are leaving comments and those of you who have helped us financially be able to pay our bills. We appreciate you guys so much. It is a blessing to get to be part of the body of Christ and to get to know our brothers and sisters in Christ. So thank you for being here. Okay. Now, let me see. Just very quick orders of business. Thursday is... Uh, uh, per video Thursdays every week for those of you who may be new to the channel um, we do morning sessions every we do it every night midnight here in central USA um, and we invite you to join us if you haven't and let's see what else and then the messages and uh, if you haven't subscribed oh goodness sakes we've had some people subscribe now we're very excited about that because we believe that there will come a time where you may not be able to access us on this platform and we want to be able to stay connected with you so if you will subscribe it's really easy just go to vickyandchuck.com forward slash subscribe that's it and sign up it'll put you on our email list we only send out the the uh, newsletter once a month and be all kinds of hopefully interesting stuff in there for you guys <laughs> so if you haven't signed up please do and then also we want to say thank you to all of the people that have started coming to chuck's channel to hear his music i am still trying to get caught up on making the videos and putting all of that together um, i want to say thank you to some folks though that are helping us suzanne who is working behind the scenes doing so many things i don't even know need to be done and fixing things i didn't even know i was doing wrong <laughs> so she's a huge blessing i want to say thank you to claire for heading up the uh, ministry on uh, Meet Him at the Well, and to Teresa for heading up our prayer team's ministry. Uh, and gosh, you guys, we just appreciate you so very much. And to the prayer teams, thank you for being faithful prayer warriors to, to pray when the requests come in, to be praying even when you don't have new requests, to be praying for the people and all the body of Christ and all of the needs that you're aware of. Thank you guys so much. If you have a prayer request, please get in touch with us. You can do that. There's a link in the description box about how to do that. If you're going to leave your request in a comment section on YouTube or any other platform, if we, if you're not on our channel specifically, if you're not on Vicki Adkins channel specifically, we're not going to see your request. And so we won't be able to, you know, we won't be able to do anything about that. We don't, if we don't know that you've sent it. So please, if you're going to leave in the comment section, come to our YouTube channel to do that. And so it's fine that you watch us on other channels. We appreciate that people are putting our channel out there for, for the messages and the music to go out. But um, if you want a prayer request to come in to the prayer teams and to us, then please come to our channel. I think that's about all. Um, 
And you can always email us if you want to get in touch with us and all that information, any information you need about how to contact us, if you want to help us financially, all of that information is in the description box. Okay, now I want to get into this. Um, I'm excited about this message today. I'm always excited about the messages, even when they're hard words, because God loves us so much. He will tell us things. He'll correct us because he loves us and he wants us to succeed. He wants us to get rid of the stuff we need to get rid of and to know the things he wants to teach us. He just is so good to us. This morning, I was uh, standing in the kitchen washing the dishes and father said, uh, now, you guys, let me let me preface this, okay? None of us can claim anything that we have. None, I don't care what it is. People can say, well, I worked really hard and I earned all this money because I worked really hard and so I earned the money, so it's my money. No, that's wrong. <laughs> that's so wrong. People can say, well, I went to the gym every day and I worked out and I built up all these muscles and so this is all about me and I did this and no, that's wrong too. It doesn't matter what we point to. It makes no difference what we point to. The only thing that we really can take any kind of, um, and I don't even want to say we can take credit for it because if God didn't, <laughs> okay. What I was going to say is the only thing we can take credit for is our choice, our choices. We choose to serve God or we don't. Uh, but I also know that scripture says that unless his spirit draws us, we won't come to him. So what can we take credit for really and truly? Nothing. We can take credit for nothing. And I think the reason father wants us to understand that, first of all, it's very humbling to know I can't, there's nothing I can do. I, I can go out and well, I can't anymore, but I, when I worked, I couldn't claim that it was all, I earned all this money because, you know, Vicki did it and all this. I did my part to be able to see that uh, income or to be able to do that performance or whatever. But if God hadn't given me the breath in my body, first of all, if he hadn't created me, none of that would have happened. Secondly, if I didn't have breath in my body, I couldn't have done it. If my heart didn't beat, I couldn't have done it. If my brain didn't work, I couldn't have done it. It makes no difference. Nothing I have is my own. I can claim nothing. And I'm saying this because what I'm about to say is going to probably sound a little bit arrogant, but you need to know it isn't at all because I don't take credit for anything I have. I don't take credit for the intellect I have. I don't take credit for, I don't take credit for anything. It all belongs to God. It's all his. It's his. We are his, the workmanship of his hands. We are the dust of the earth. You guys, this is really, this is exciting. When we really understand this, it's very freeing and it's very exciting. Everything we have and all that we are is because of who he is. There is nothing about us that we can point to and say, ha ha, look at me, what I blah, 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 um, except our sin. Uh, but Okay, so here was what here's what I was going to say before I before I laid all that groundwork. This morning I was standing in the kitchen washing the dishes, and um, and I heard these words. I have a lot of wisdom, and uh, but there are people that have more wisdom than I have, and there are people that have less wisdom, and then there are people that have no wisdom at all. And so I went and I knew this was God talking to me. I knew he was, he was laying groundwork for something. So I came in, I sat down with my, with my Bible and I said, where do you want me to read? And he said, Jeremiah chapter nine is where he took me. 
and he took me to verses 23 through 25, and I'm going to read those to you right now. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches, but let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Okay. I love this. Okay, you guys. So we have nothing to brag about. Absolutely nothing to brag about. So if we're walking around with a big head about anything, we think we're pretty hot stuff and, and we've got it all figured out and, you know, God's made us so smart or look how rich I am. Look how much money I've got and look how hard I've worked to get to this place where I am in my life and blah, 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 blah. If we, if we, oh, thank you, Father. If we are constantly in our phones taking pictures of our great beauty <laughs> or <laughs> of our incredibly big muscles or, you know, we're strutting our stuff around all the place, <laughs> oh my gosh, then we don't know and we don't understand God. Because he says, let the man that boasts, boast in this, that he understands and knows me. And then he goes on and he defines that. He says, he says that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice and righteousness in the earth. For in these things, I delight, declares the Lord. So for all of the people that are out there saying to yourselves or to me or to other people, I, I don't know what God wants. I don't know what he wants me to do. I don't know. I, I don't know what my purpose is. I'm so confused. I feel so lost. I'm so depressed. I'm so discouraged. I'm, I'm so frustrated. I'm so anxious. I'm so confused. It's time to shut up that language. It's time to shut it down, to put it away and never pull it out again. Never pull it out again. You guys, we we're not, we didn't create ourselves. We don't, we don't tell our hearts to beat. We don't tell our lungs to breathe. We don't tell, we are God's workmanship. And he's trying to show us just in these few verses, there's so much beautiful information. He says, look, don't be walking around. Get out of the selfie mode. Get out of the poor me mode. Get out of the, I've, you know, I'm, I'm lost and I'm confused and I'm this, that, and the other. It's because when we're like that, you want to know why it is. Now, I know there are chemical imbalances and things that cause, and sometimes people have to take medication until father uh, does whatever it is he's doing in them and is able to bring them into full health. But here's the thing. Most of the time we're walking around in discouragement or despair or depression because we are not looking at God. We are looking at ourselves. And that's why that talk keeps coming out of our mouths. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't want this, that, and the other. If we look at God, we'll see what we're supposed to do. First of all, it's right here just even in these two verses in Jeremiah because the Lord just got through saying this is, you boast in this, understand me, know me understand me and know me. And then people say, well, I don't know. I don't know him. I don't understand him. Well, here's what he has to say about himself. He says, I'm the Lord who practices steadfast love. Hmm. So what does that mean? You guys, that means he wants us, his children, the heirs of his kingdom to be practicing steadfast love. 
He wants us to stop being easily offended, to stop looking around and saying, well, I was doing this and I was trying so hard. It was just coming from the depths of my heart. I was trying to give and trying to help and blah, blah, blah. And they just kicked me in the face and said, we don't want your gift. We don't want your help. We don't want your, we don't need you, blah, 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 blah. We hear all this talk and we're self-talking saying, oh, but I'm this and I'm sad. And what about these things over here? And God's saying, stop it. I'm the Lord that practices steadfast love. I'm the one that walks around in the earth, looking at things in the earth, and I look at the mess and I still love. I look at the rejection and I still love. I look at the injustice and I still love. He's, he's teaching us right here what he's looking for in his people. And he says, okay, I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice. How many times, I, I, you know, sometimes we don't hear, we don't hear our own hypocrisy. Sometimes somebody will do something that we really don't like, we'll, you know, and we just think, oh, that's so stupid that they're doing that or they're saying that. And we go talking about it and we judge them and we, we're critical and we complain and all that. And how many times is the very thing that they are doing the thing that we do, but we don't see it. We don't see it because we're blind to our own stuff. So, for example, I'm going to use this example. My husband will understand why I'm using this example. Um, you see somebody on the highway and they are just, they're in the fast lane going slow. Um, and then they're complaining about the people that are passing them. Or you'll see somebody on the highway who's just speeding all the time. And uh, are you? or you could be that person that's just you're really you've got a heavy you got a lead foot i think is what's called you got a lead foot you're always 15 15 15 20 miles over the speed limit on the highway and um and you're complaining about other how other people are driving you see somebody else that's doing that and you go what a kind of why are they in such a big hurry and blah 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 but you don't see it in yourself i've been guilty of things like that i'm sure we all have well, I'm not going to make that assess uh, that judgment. I'm just going to say I'm pretty sure most of us have been where we're doing the very thing we're complaining about somebody else doing. We have no justice in us when we're like that. We're not realizing, hey, I don't have a right to judge that person because I've been guilty of that very same thing. God wants us to get out of that kind of judgment mode. It doesn't mean that we agree with what they're doing. It doesn't make that what they're doing right. It just means Father's saying, be careful because you're guilty of the very thing you are condemning somebody else for doing. So be careful. So he's saying, I am the Lord who practices steadfast love. I'm the Lord who practices justice. And then he goes on and says, and righteousness in the earth. How hard is it to be in right standing with Father all the time. You know, I, th I think about the scripture where he says, everything, all the law, all the prophets hang on love. Everything hangs on love. And I know if you've listened to the, pod or to the messages before, you may have heard me say that Father said, everything is a love issue it is truly it's all it doesn't matter what it is it's a love issue take any issue anything at all you can think of any decision that some somebody makes 
<laughs> or doesn't make or that you make or you didn't make or anything that's going on rejection of god it's a love issue disobedience to god that's a love issue doing what father wants you to do that's a love issue seeking him that's a love issue having conflict with your spouse or with your children or with anybody about anything it's all a love issue it's either a lack of love or a walking in love but it's all a love issue and that's why father can say to us everything hangs on love everything falls on it doesn't it's either going to fall or stand based on love that's it that's it because look at what he is look at what he did what did he say thank you father god what did he say here he said steadfast love justice and righteousness and what does it say in scripture righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne ah and his love is what sent his son to come and pay for us we have nobody to complain about we have nothing to complain about we have no right to complain because anything anybody else has done where they have sinned god can look at us and say you have sinned as well so i want you to walk in steadfast love you guys when we are really walking in love we step up out of circumstances that of something that somebody's doing we don't look at what they're doing and judge them and condemn them instead that love spurs us to some kind of action whether it's prayer whether it's encouragement whether it's to help them if it's that god gives us something to say to them in love to bring them to a, a place of understanding that perhaps they didn't have before they're they're the the examples are countless there are the the possibilities are endless but everything is a love issue so father's saying i practice this this is what he wants us to brag about he wants us to get out of the cell phones selfies selfie 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 i hate that i i just i hate that because vanity is so sneaky it's so terribly sneaky i'm telling you this is one of the things i have fought my whole life is vanity and i i would suspect that if most of us are honest with ourselves we don't even have to say it out loud if we're really honest with ourselves we have been fighting the same battle because the enemy comes and says oh you're so this oh you're so that you're so beautiful you're so handsome you're so smart you're so strong you're so uh wise you're so whatever you're you're so generous you're so this that, and you're so humble i remember the lord had to had to uh open my eyes to the fact that for many years i was so proud of how humble i was and i didn't even realize that was that was pride <laughs> i was so proud that i was so humble well that i wasn't humble at all if if i was proud proud of my humility what kind of humility is that but i didn't see it so if we look at our own lives we can go back probably many times and see the vanity that was in us the vanity that causes us to think we're better than some oh goodness sakes i would never do such a thing as that that pride that vanity that wells up in us and god's saying i want my people I want my people to be like I am. And he says, I practice steadfast love. I practice justice and I practice righteousness in the earth. And these are the things I delight in those very things. I want to see those things in my people. If we can take our eyes off of ourselves and stop worrying about how we're going to do this and how we're going to do that and what people are going to think about this or that, or, uh, Oh my goodness, a really big one for me that he 
that it just has been crushing to watch the people who think that they're not going to have to go through any kind of tribulation because God's going to come and take them out of here. And I just think nobody that thinks that may be really thinking it all the way through. What about the people who love God so much that they are being martyred today? That they are watching family members being martyred today. Does God not have good enough love for them? Have those people not, uh, have they not loved him appropriately? Are they not as good as we are that we would think that we wouldn't have to suffer, but they do? We look at ourselves and we don't even see that we're looking at ourselves a lot of times. And we're thinking in some way that we shouldn't have to lower ourselves to certain things, whatever those things are. To ex and God's saying, look, I lowered myself all the way to the grave for you. If we can get our eyes off of ourselves, then we're going to understand what our purpose is. If we can get our eyes off of ourselves, then we're going to come out of discouragement and out of depression and out of frustration and out of confusion. And we're going to begin to walk in this earth like our Lord walked in this earth a couple of thousand years ago. And like he still is walking in this earth through his spirit being patient with us, being steadfast in his love, demonstrating justice. When we don't deserve justice, he is the justice that pays for all of us and walking in righteousness in this earth. There is no sin. There is no anything. His whole focus is God Almighty and the love of God the Father and what Father God wants. That was his focus when he was on the earth. That's what our Father wants for us. He wants his people and he wants many that haven't even come yet, many that haven't been touched yet, many that have come and walked away that he's calling back. And and yet we sit. So many of us sit and go, well, I'm just so discouraged because I, you know, I did these things and I did those things. And why hasn't God taken me out of here yet? And I'm just tired. I don't want to have to go through this anymore. And I just need to get out of here. And God, don't you love me enough? Or or the ones that are saying, I why what is my purpose? I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And God is saying, get your eyes off yourself. Take a look around. There's a bunch of stuff you could be doing. There are a lot of people that don't know me yet. There are people that know me, that love me, that are crying out to me to please help them. But my people, so many of them are sit so sitting so self-absorbed that they can't see beyond the nose on their faces to see the needs that are out there. And so they get discouraged because the enemy says, you poor thing, God doesn't even have a purpose for you. And they believe it. They believe it or you poor thing you know why doesn't god want to why don't you have these gifts and those gifts and why can't you do all of these things over here like this person can or that person can or you're just not smart enough or you're not pretty enough look in the mirror look at how unattractive you are look at how look at how you fail time and again look at how your marriage has failed look at what a loser you are over and over and over and over again god's people hear these things and we have to stop listening to the enemy and stop looking here because as long as we're looking at ourselves satan has free reign because our eyes are not where they're supposed to be our eyes are not on what god's word says on what the lord did when he was here and what he's doing today and this just even i mean the this book is full of stuff full just clear full of the amazing things god's done and what he wants to do and what he's going to do and of how people who lived in times past, long before you and I were here, 
endured the yucky, nasty stuff that we're having to go through today in their own time, in their own culture, in their own ways. And they were steadfast. They didn't give up. I get emails. I might have said this. I can't remember because I had to start this over. Um, but I get emails from people. <sighs> People will say to me, I just want to give up. I, you know, I, I think about just killing myself. I just have thought maybe I should just kill myself. And you guys, I think I mentioned this on morning sessions because this whole part of this topic came out in morning sessions last night where the Lord is saying, get out of discouragement, get out of depression, stop looking at yourself, stop listening to the liar because he's coming and telling you, you are in lack. There is something in your life that's missing. Just like he told Eve and she believed him and Adam who was standing right there with her because she gave the fruit to him as well. Those, and I don't wanna argue semantics about that. I'm just gonna say they both heard Adam heard God say, don't eat of this tree. And then Eve heard the serpent say, but you're missing something. And so in their looking at themselves, instead of looking at father and listening and obeying father, who they had access to all of the time, walked and talked with him in the garden, in the cool of the evening, father was right there. They looked at themselves and said, we're missing something. And that's what's going on today. The enemy still says to God's people and to people everywhere, look, you don't have enough. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not handsome enough. You're not, uh, you're not gifted enough. You're not talented enough. You, you're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. But who designed you? Who made you? God Almighty made you. And he, could, he didn't look at you and go, after he was done making you go, whoops, I probably maybe should have given him this. They, oh, well, they're deficient. They're defective. I just, oh, well too bad. He didn't do that to any of us. You guys, he knew what he was doing when he created us. God is trying to get his people to get our focus entirely on him. Until we do that, we have vulnerabilities all over us. And, but once we do that, there is a peace that comes because we are believing when we're seeing him for who he is, he is the one who practices steadfast love, justiceness, justice and righteousness in the earth. When we see him in that light, that he's not walking around, he's not looking at us like some of us who had fathers who, I had a father who was very abusive. He was an alcoholic and, and that made it really hard for me to be able to look at men with, especially men who were really strong, you know, um, tough men. It made me made it hard for me to look at men without feeling that kind of a, an intimidation by them. It made me it made it hard for me to deal with leadership, uh, male leadership without I, I just I didn't for many, many years for a great portion of my adult life. It was really hard for me to accept leadership in uh, men because of the physical abuse, the emotional abuse and all of that, that I went through as a child because of my dad. And so, so, you know, here we are in this, uh, I'm on a rabbit trail probably <laughs> here we are in this time now. And a lot of us are Satan knows where to touch us. The enemy knows where to touch us. He knows if you have always felt inadequate in an area, that's where he's going to 
touch. He's going to touch that place, that weakness in you. And this is why God comes along and says, look, I'm my strength is made perfect in your weakness. The enemy's standing there jabbing you. You're having a hard time. My strength is made perfect in that. But if you're not leaning on God and looking to God in those times and you keep looking at yourself, you're going to get discouraged and depressed and hopeless and, and in despair. And sometimes you're going to go into that place where the enemy gets you to spiral so far down that the next thing that comes out of your mouth is, I just want to kill myself. I've thought about suicide. God didn't create you so you would commit suicide. God didn't create you so you would take the life that he thought was absolutely beautiful and destroy it. He didn't create you so that you would sit down and give up. He created you to be his child, a warrior for him in his kingdom in this earth. He created you to be a lover of those he puts you in the lives of so that you can help point them to him. He created you to, to walk in steadfast love, to practice steadfast love like he did. He created you to be uh, to walk in justice. He created you to walk in righteousness in the earth because he goes on and says in the next thing, in the next sentence, for in these things I delight, declares the Lord. So he's saying, I love these things. This is what I do and I love these things. I love to be just. I love to be righteous. I love to be uh, steadfast in my love. I love that. And then he looks at us and he says, I would really love that in you too. <laughs> I would love that if you would walk in steadfast love. That's what I want for you. I delight in that. I delight in seeing my children be steadfast and faithful in their love. I see and unwavering, unwavering, regardless of what happens, regardless of what somebody says or somebody does. I delight in seeing my children walk the way I walk. And the only way my children can walk the way I walk is if they follow me. This is how we how he wants us to boast in him that we understand him and we know him and if we know these things about him then we do understand him we do know him we know the one who created all of us who said this is what i love i love steadfast love i love faithfulness and love i love I delight in that. I delight in seeing justice. I delight when I see my children looking at a situation or a circumstance and they see someone doing something that is wrong or I delight in knowing when my children say, I'm going to pray for that person because I don't know what it is that caused them to take this direction, to go this way in their lives, to make the choices that they've made that's that or the choice they're making right now. Father delights in us when we walk in justice and we say, I leave the judging to you. Father, I don't know what's causing them to hurt to the degree that they are reacting or acting in this manner, but you do. I don't know how the enemy whispers to them. I don't know what's happened in their lives. I don't know how they've been hurt. I don't know how their minds work and their reasoning works, but God, you do. So this is justice when I say, I will not judge. I will love. It doesn't mean I'm accepting their behavior, but it does mean that I will pray and I will wait on you. If there's something you have for me to say or do in that person's life, then I will be available to you. This is what God's looking for in his people. People keep looking for that big thing. Oh, I'm maybe I'm supposed to do this and maybe I'm supposed to do that. You know, this person over here has got this big, huge ministry and maybe God wants to give me a big, huge ministry. Well, what if he does and what if he doesn't? And what if the way he gives you 
the big, huge ministry looks nothing like you think it's going to look. That it's not a big, huge, glossy platform in some gigantic building somewhere with thousands of people watching you. Maybe the big, huge platform he gives you is the little old lady or the little old man who lives next door to you that he's called you to in humility to love and care for and to feed and to watch out for and to befriend. And maybe he's giving you that kind of a platform. Who knows? God knows. But the thing that he does know is that if we want to understand him and know him, we will become those steadfast lovers. We will become those, those little ones who walk in justice and in righteousness. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. He's not looking for people that are incredibly wise. It's how he started this whole conversation with me this morning where he said, he's given me a lot of wisdom. Okay, yes, and I appreciate that. I asked him for that years ago because I knew I needed it. I was doing incredibly stupid things in my life and throwing my life away, and I asked him, please give me wisdom. So I had enough wisdom to know that I needed wisdom, and I needed a lot more of it, but that is not what God's looking at me and saying, okay, that's it, Vicki. Nowhere in those verses does he say, that's what I'm all about. What he says instead that he delights in are steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. That's what he's looking for in his people. So whether you can preach or not, whether you can sing or not, whether you can calculate the most uh, uh, complex mathematical problem, whether you can, whether you can lift 5,000 pounds with your pinky finger. It doesn't matter. Those things don't matter, you guys, when it comes to what God said about everything hanging, everything hanging, uh, all the law, all the prophets, everything hanging on love. So when you don't know what your job is, because people are looking for their job, what's my job? Well, go walk through the earth in steadfast love. Walk through the earth in justice, God's justice. Walk through the earth in righteousness. Live uprightly before the one who says righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. And take your eyes off of yourselves and your failings and whatever it is. I, I have to, listen, the enemy comes and tries to slam into me too. And every once in a while, it's like, oh, just practically takes my breath away. And I go, wait a minute, that's not right. That's absolutely not right. This is not about me. This is about him. This is about creator God almighty. This is about what he wants. I am frail and weak and all of those things. I am the dust of the earth and so are you. And as long as we keep looking at the dust, our eyes are just going to get cloudy with the dirt. We have to get our eyes completely off of ourselves. Okay, guys, I'm back. You may have noticed I stopped the video because I did. And it was because I started to go in the direction of the message that Father gave me about the vision he gave me last week and everything, but it's not time yet. And so I want to make sure that I don't cloud the issues of different topics here by going into that. And um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and play one of Chuck's music videos. I hope I hope it's going to be a new one. We're going to find out because I do want to get this message out today, this video out today, and it's 2.24 in the afternoon. It takes me a while to make that music video, but uh, I really want to get that out to you guys today. So God bless you. Please write. Please leave comments. Please uh, like and share and subscribe. Please sign up for the newsletter if you haven't. Um, 
Please visit us on morning sessions. Please go like and subscribe to Chuck's music channel. And please keep praying for us and for all of, the, of our brothers and sisters in Christ. You guys are very much loved by Father God and by, and by us. We love you all so very much. We don't want you to be um, discouraged or in despair or hopelessness or anything like that. Neither does Father. So buck up, little camper. We're warriors for our king. And uh, we got to get ourselves picked up and dusted off and moving forward if we're laying down on the ground in our battle gears all around us. God bless you. Here comes Chuck's video. Bye from me for now.